So, Stephen, driving, you behind the wheel of that new Audi? I just parked that thing after a nice five-plus-hour drive, and I am on the Mediterranean coast in Cinque Terre in Italy, and it's not bad. What a way to spend the ski season. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm ready to uh, get a little, a few days of good rest, and uh, rehab and then get back to work. But um, after the last races, I I need it. That was brutal. <laughs> well, we're Stephen Nyman's slope side is the name of the show. I, I think we're going to be beach side this time. That's good to me. <laughs> I'm taking it. <laughs> so tell us about the last couple of races that you did. So, we finished up Gardena. We caught up after that, but then uh, we had Christmas in um, Dorfgestein, Austria, and then drove to Santa Catarina, which was kind of like the post the Christmas races we call it. Day after Christmas, we drive there, and then we had two training runs, and then the race day. And uh, it was it was a nice wake up call. I was still in kind of my Christmas slumber. I think a lot of guys were on the first training run. And it really uh, woke everybody up. That that course is the real deal this year, and was just just rugged and icy and bumpy. And actually, I shouldn't say it was that. There are some ice patches, but mostly just really bumpy. Uh, classic. The the race used to be Bormio, and uh, they changed it to Santa Catarina, which is in the same valley essentially. And uh, it's just on the backside of a mountain. So it's basically all in the shade. You can't see any of the terrain. And they just let everybody basically free ski, all the Italians, ripping down it until the day of the race. They close it off at the course. And oh, my God. It's brutal. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, a lot of people got the crap beat out of them. <laughs> that just sounds like a great way to get injured coming off of the holiday right into two training runs. Yeah, guys weren't happy after the first training run. I don't think a, I think a lot of guys were really happy just to get the race over with. Um, but even the race today, first guy ski popped off. Second guy um, he DNF as well. I can't remember where. And then the third guy, uh, Innerhofer, who had been winning the training runs, he put his head through a panel and skied through the rest of the course with a panel hanging off his back. It looked like a superhero, but he still ended up finishing the thing in fourth. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the race was won by a second by a Frenchman, Adrian Teo, who just, just laid it down. Of course, you got to have big balls. you got to just, like, <laughs> be super confident and know you're throwing it down that hill. And I, I skied well. I overskied a lot. I really... Uh, the upper part, I thought I skied really good, and I was surprised. I was sixth on the first split, and then I was like 25th or 22nd or something on the second split, which I thought I skied. I was like, yeah, that was good up there at least, you know. And my split didn't really show it, and I think I just kind of overskied it, but then I just died on the bottom. I had no gas left, and I was <laughs> just kind of sliding to make the finish, and I got away with a few points. I think I was like 20. 27th or 26th in the race, so I got like five, six, four, four or five points, <laughs> whatever. It's nothing, but that's the positive, you know, looking out, looking at the positives. 
And is that sort of what you're expecting, though, going into that race? No. Last year, um, it was smoother. It was still hard. Like, it was a rough race last year. Um, it, this course is relentless. There's no real rest sections. It's, it just keeps turning the whole way down. It's, you can see the finish from the start. It's that steep. It just kind of goes wow. down. <clears throat> and uh, you just, it's two minutes of nonstop turning. And so it, it already was going to be a physical strain. And now you just add the ice and bumps, and you're just like, oh, thanks. A bunch. <laughs> <laughs> now, you just said something that made me laugh because I'm just thinking of a downhill race course with a rest section in it. And I know what you're talking about, but still. <laughs> yeah. No, usually I have kind of one of those flats where you can be like, okay, I made it through that section. Now, here we go for the next section. <laughs> this one is just uh, the flat, which it, it is flat. You're going guys who are clocked at 152, 153K, which is 95 miles wow. an hour today. And that's like, and and you're breaking out of your tuck and kind of getting up because it was so bumpy. <laughs> and you're like, you're, you're basically holding on at that speed. It's not like you're just going straight and kind of relaxing. You're going so fast. So you're, you're tense. And, uh, and having that tension can really kind of drain your energy. What kind of pressure does this put on your ski tech? I had a great chat with Leonard Moosey the other day, well, about a week ago. And I'm just wondering about edge angles, everything. Are your skis set up totally different than they've been? The first training run, I, I've been having some kind of uh, equipment questioning as of late. Um, this summer, we basically we had some we didn't really have good training at all and it was really soft and it wasn't, it wasn't up to world cup standards. So I had kind of set my equipment up to work for that and getting on the world cup. And, and especially this year, because there isn't a lot of snow in Europe, it's all man-made. It's really aggressive. And so my setup was set up for soft snow. And then on the really aggressive snow, it, it really, expose itself and i finally came to it in the first training run in katarina i i couldn't let my edges go and i couldn't drift and be soft when i needed to and uh i was in the back seat and just getting bucked around and that happened in gardena and in beaver creek and any compression turn i'd just get rocked in the back and so i, I had to lower my boot boards and my boots and change some footbeds and um i basically went my boots back to everything I had last year, which sounds dumb because last year I was working great, but it was just like, I thought I kind of found something that was better, but it definitely wasn't. <laughs> and so second training run, I was feeling comfortable and starting to attack again. But then, uh, today I just, I just ran out of gas on the bottom. Now compression turns, but, oh, like, oh, that's back. where you're generally strongest, uh, isn't it? What? Compression uh, turn what? That's where you're generally strongest, isn't it? Uh, just kind of, kind of through the terrain and stuff. I usually tend to do pretty well, but um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's all it's all funny. It's, my hips were slightly behind my boots, and you're doing that over bumps and in compressions. You're, it's so much more strain on your body, and then it just can over that 
amount of time over two minutes, it, it wears on you and you get in a bad position and it's, it's scary. <laughs> now I cut you off. You were saying you wanted to, Oh, yep. Go ahead. About the skis though. Uh, yeah. After the first run, I was just like, Leo, it's aggressive and we need to tone it down. And, and he was dulling the edges and, um, making sure that I, I felt comfortable going down the hill. Um, but also as the days go on, the track gets icier. So you need sharp enough edges to deal with some of those icy patches. And then there's also the very grippy zones. So I had to, uh, I had to flirt between those two zones, but um, Leo knows what he's doing, and I have complete trust in him. Now, I want to actually have a show with you pretty much all about boot setup, because I think that would be insanely interesting. Um, but today, you know, what, New Year's Eve is two two days away, and uh, I really wanted to just chat with you some about the year in review, 2015, the end of the 14-15 season what you did through the summer and how you're feeling about the world cup so far. So yeah, last year was, it was really good. Um, my best season yet ended up sixth in the world. Um, I had a lot of high hopes this year and, and preparation coming into the summer. Um, I did well last year, so I finally made some money to where I could purchase my own apartment and, and not, be renting and kind of living out of a storage unit. So I was really psyched on that and and I got everything dialed and, um, and that's a lot of work. Houses are a lot of work, but um, I finally feel like I have a a home zone. And then this summer, just during a lot of my training, I was was really tired and kind of beat down and I, I finally uh, was looking at stuff and feeling, just looking at kind of my history in the past. And I went and got some allergy tests. And I'm really allergic to sagebrush, which is basically my whole backyard and my new house. I was going to say, you live in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I, that, that kind of hampered my training this summer. And I think that's a, a big reason my endurance, especially like in this last race, it came out. My endurance isn't too hot right now. Um, and I, I definitely need to build up on that next summer. But uh, in the spring, it was great. But as the summer went on, it got worse and worse, which isn't typical. It should get better and better. So, um, yeah, I was a little, little uh, skeptical there. Kind of figured out the issue, but you can't really change that once you learn that in October. So <laughs> move forward. Um, my strength is good though. And, uh, our summer training was pretty bad when it comes to snow quality. So, um, I kind of came into the season with a lot of questions and I'm kind of going into that and, and trying to answer those questions as the season goes on because, when you don't have training on World Cup conditions, it's it's hard to uh, really dial stuff in. Um, so I am currently in the season. I've had some good results, but I'm not happy. <laughs> is is kind of the the answer. Um, but I'm skiing really well. Is 
is the positive side of things. I've, I've, I have a lot of speed. I just need to, I think, eliminate these questions in my head and, and trust myself in certain scenarios. And to do that, it really requires just a few good days of training, I think, in my mind. So um, that's kind of the next, the next uh, step, stepping into 2016. 2016. I know. Man, where did the year go? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember the first third of it anyway. So, <laughs> so hopefully you're loving doing this podcast because I want to follow you all throughout your summer training next next year. Um, but I, I've got a lot of questions about what you did over the summer. I mean, I'm ancient. I remember when you guys came up and worked out on the permanent snow field on Mount Hood. Now you spend most of the summer in South America, correct? Uh, South America, New Zealand. Um, New Zealand's shorter piece, so it's more a Slalman GS. As downhillers, we need that technical foundation. So we go down there, we, we focus on technique, and, and uh, some of the guys who do Slalom, I, I dab in it. <laughs> I still think I can do it, but I'm not that great. Um, and we do a lot of GS and some Super G, but then come September, we jet off to Chile where the big peaks are and we start skiing, uh, speed downhill and Super G running in skis, uh, testing different setups, just getting comfortable with our bodies and, and seeing what we're capable of. And, uh, then in November, we head off to Colorado and get our final block of training in Copper Mountain, and um, that's that's when we kick off our races, end of November, in Canada, Lake Louise. So in South America, though, you actually are able to get runs that are long enough to simulate a World Cup. Yeah, you don't really ever train two-minute long runs. It's, it's just too taxing, and especially down there, we're living around nine, ten thousand 10,000 feet, so that can be brutal. But um, we'll, we'll get anywhere from a minute to a minute 30, roughly, and, uh, and hope to replicate those and get four to six runs a day with a high-intensity, high-focus. Um, if it's longer than that, you can do two, maybe three runs a day because you're just too taxed. And um, I think that's, that's, that's the key is to have a clear mind, a clear body, because it's so, it's, it's intense and you can really hurt yourself. So you have to kind of really regulate the safety of it and, and actually progressing technically. If you're too tired and you're just surviving everyone, you're probably just taking steps backwards. So clear mind, clear body. Spending a few days on the Mediterranean is actually going to be very good for you. <laughs> I hope so. Feels really good right now. This air is nice. Temperature? 12 Celsius, whatever that oh, is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing ni minus 19 Celsius lately. So <laughs> I know. You guys are getting it cold over there. <laughs> But the snow's coming to Europe in the next couple of days, so that'll be nice. We'll have a good New Year's rest and then get back on the hills and be able to find more training. That's been the tough part over here. It's just been 
there's no snow, so there's no training. And, and wherever we've tried to find training, it's just kind of rotten, sugary, junky snow. So uh, to try and to try and feel what you want to feel on that is, is very hard. And where are you headed next? Uh, probably back to Innsbruck and see kind of what's in the area there. And then around the 5th to, we don't really know quite yet. <laughs> it depends on where the snow hits. And next race is? Uh, Vengen, Switzerland, I think the 12th of January. So in two weeks, um, I'm back to racing. And do you generally like and, that course? Uh, Vengen is another endurance course, something right. on paper I should be really good at. Uh, and it's a gliders course. I've done really well in every section. Um, I've had some good training runs. The best I've ever done in a race, I think, is ninth or 11th. So um, I hope to improve upon that. How do you work on endurance during the season? Because you are racing so hard, it seems like rest would be really important. To really, you can't build upon it in the winter. Um, a lot of it's just maintenance. So uh, most days it's about recovery from the hill and then randomly throughout the winter we'll hit our a1 a2 and some lactate workouts but uh for the most part it's staying low level and recovering from all the skiing that we're doing well steven it's always a pleasure visiting with you really appreciate it and i wish you all the best during your mediterranean rest and a very happy new year thank you much george i'll talk to you soon Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You've been listening to Stephen Nyman's Slopeside.